Welcome back to Chip Chats. Today we are going to discuss my recent adventure. So on July the 3rd, at the last minute, I decided to book a flight from Palm Beach International to Atlanta and go and hike the Appalachian Mountains. Well, I've done a number of adventures over the last 20 years, but overnight hiking with a full backpack of gear weighing 50 pounds, including food food and, and fluids, was something that took me out of my comfort zone. As I got to the drop-off at the base of the mountains from the Uber, I thought that I would be near where I might be setting up shop, i.e. my tent. But anyway, I wasn't. I I had a multi-hour hike in front of me, right up the mountain. I was on the Appalachian Approach Trail. And with this 50-pound backpack, which was unfamiliar by all means, I learned over the next three days speaking to advanced hikers that you should never have more than 20% of your weight in your backpack. Well, I was well above those that advice and those, those pounds. So I was getting tired and I was feeling the stress on my body, carrying all that weight. And it was like being on the Stairmaster hour upon end. And you had to be careful because every step was measured. I had trekking poles. Without those trekking poles, I literally would have probably fallen 50 to 100 times. I mean, it was just one slip and misstep after another using those trekking poles were always helping me keep my balance and preventing me from having a direct fall. So anyway, one of my friends said to me, you know, you don't want to, you want to make sure that you're eating in daylight hours because at night it gets tricky. So that means I needed to set up my tent, get myself situated and then cook my food. Well, in this particular instance, as I said, I have not been doing the tent thing with any regularity. So I had a really great tent. I think that it met all the requirements of hiking the mountain trails. It only weighed two pounds, so it wasn't weighing me down yet. I never set it up, so I started to think as the sun was, had crested and things were starting to change out there that I'm like, this is it, this is going to be difficult to set up and eat, and I said, I'm in the middle of nowhere and I don't see any place to set up my tent, and I wanted to have some environment that seemed apropos or safer, because I'm in the middle of the woods. Well, as I started to 
question what I was doing at every level, I came up on the sign. It said, hike in one mile away. So I said to myself, wow, is there actually an in there? I processed it for a few minutes and I was under duress. So I said, I'm going to take a chance. And I thought worst case scenario, it would be someplace that I could pitch my tent. Well, anyway, I show up there. I don't see any people. I come in from one area that was probably remote. I walk into a kitchen and someone is in the kitchen cooking, preparing for dinner. And they said, uh, go to the front desk. I asked them how to get to the front desk. And I said, where am I at? They said, you're at Linfoot Lodge. And it's an environmentally friendly and ecologically advanced nonprofit. So that became my home base. Well, it was wonderful to stop in Paul's lugging that 50-pound backpack full of essentials, food, water, my trusty tent, my butt knife. Well, now that I was at the lodge, the first thing they said is, one, we have a room. So I show up on July 4th, and I guess everyone else had spent the weekend, so they they were leaving, and I had a place to stay. I'm telling you, this Lodge nestled amidst the trees, the stars, the rocks, just became my refuge and a place for me to recover each day from my hiking adventures. And they prepared breakfast and they prepared dinner. It was all family style, so you got to meet people and and learn from others. And in my case, I was probably the least experienced overnight tent backpack hiking person in the group. Interestingly, most of the people that I would talk to that were engaged in this sport, this hiking adventure, they were all over 60 and most of them had been athletes, a lot of Ironmen advanced Ironman triathletes and now migrated as they turned 70 years of age or over 60s into hiking. So anyway, I that was day one. Day two, I embarked upon a 10-mile hike and this time I had just a small walking backpack with me with some food and water and I went to the start of the Appalachian Trail. And I got to see the placard and sign in. And it's incredible. So I was in a sanctuary of rich biodiversity where life thrives in every nook and cranny. Um, Really from the smallest critter (laughs) beneath a stone to these towering trees that really touch the sky. The Appalachian Mountains. They're a testament to nature's resilience and beauty. So trekking through this vast mountain was no walk in the park. The trail's rugged. The terrain is is unyielding at times and 
the attitude, the old boy, the attitude, I had to make sure that I didn't check out. It's a challenge that will test your limits and then push them a little further. Interesting, when I uh, was taking my ride back to uh, the airport, I was riding with someone that told me that what I had done was unusual because I went by myself, all by myself. And, you know, when I saw a three foot rattlesnake, um, that kind of struck me pretty hard. But despite the harsh, con- the harsh conditions, I found it to be peaceful. You could hear the silent whisper of the wind and the rustling of the leaves, chitter chatter of, of the squirrels and it all adds up to a symphony symphony of sorts that drowns out the head noise and and connected me to the pulse of the planet. It was humbling at the same time uplifting. So adventures, whether you're a seasoned trucker or just testing the waters, I urge you to take the plunge. Step out of your comfort zone and explore. Embrace the Appalachian wilderness with all of its challenges, because let me tell you, the rewards are worth every drop of sweat. So on the final day, I had what was presented to me as a three-hour hike to get to where my driver would pick me up. So I stepped on it and actually was able to complete that well ahead of time. And once I was one mile to go, I stumbled upon Amakalola Falls. And I was at the top, at the very top of the waterfall. And there's steps, thousand steps that will take you from the top of the waterfall to the bottom. And that was so rewarding to be able to see the waterfall so close to you at so many different angles. And yes, I took plenty of video so I could enjoy it at other times. So the last thing that the gentleman said, who dropped me off, his name was Paul. Paul was an Ironman triathlete. He had his PhD in psychology. He was a great guy. Oh, by the way, the trip cost me $225 for him to take me from the mountain to the airport because Uber, taxis, there's no way to get there. The next time, if you're going to go drive your, rent a car or drive your own car, and that's what most people do. But what he said to me, he goes, so what do you think? I said, well, it's too early to, to, to respond. I said, this was all new to me. He goes, let me tell you what I've learned. I go, tell me, Paul. He goes, Half the people come off the mountain, I get in the car and I'm taking them to the airport and they say, I hate it and I'll never do it again. The other 50% say they don't hate it. And he goes, and the ones that don't hate it come back. But he says, no one ever says they love it because it's difficult. It's challenging. It's hard work. So that's it for today's podcast, my fellow adventurers. Keep exploring. Keep pushing your limits. As always, stay safe. Until the next time, Chip Chats, signing off.